and then somebody said they'd heard a noise. And there's a lot of shushing, we're all shushing, and so we, everybody stopped dead and we're listening. And there it was again. Welcome to the Scary Stories Podcast, where we bring you spooky, shocking, and spine-chilling scary stories of fright and alarm. From your friends here at the podcast, here is your ghost host, Hayden Lee. Hello and welcome to the Scary Stories Podcast. It is the Halloween special of the Travel Stories Podcast. How are you guys doing? Halloween is my favorite day of the entire year. I like to spend it reading Edgar Allan Poe. I like to spend it listening to Typo Negative and him and the 69 Eyes and other possibly Scandinavian, possibly New York-based gothic bands. Man... It is such a good day. And so today we have a special Halloween episode for you. It was a lot of fun to do. Today we have on Cody, our wonderful composer, who composed that tune you just heard in the intro and everything that you will hear in this episode. Man, I love when he does spooky music. He is so good at it. And it also involves our wonderful writer, Nicole, who you all know, and two special guests. One of them is my sister, Remy. She joined us on the show. And the story today comes from my own mother, Gail Faith. She brings us a story from the 1970s in the spooky area of rural England, where you've got old houses, you have castles, and you have urban legends. Oh, it was a good episode today. So, you're listening to the Scary Stories podcast. This is our Halloween special. Enjoy. So on the line, we have Cody, a wonderful composer. We have Nicole, our amazing writer. And with me, I have my very own sister, Remy. How's it going? All Hello. of you three. All speak at once. That would be amazing. Hello. Hello. It's great. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> That was pretty good. So this is the Halloween episode, and we're going to be bringing in things from from around where we live and things from across the world, and just talking about everything. Is a little bit of spooky music we're going on. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it already. So to kick us off, Halloween, man, I love Halloween. Halloween is my favorite holiday. Like really, I, I mean, in in the U.S., it's big, right? Oh yeah. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like here it's it's not very big at all, but well it is, but you know, not a lot of people really do it. But man, I love it so much. It's just something about even especially the weather here, you know? It gets really, really kinda cold. Autumn. Autumn, yeah. yeah. Crunchy yeah. leaves and yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's just oh it's just the nicest. What's it like in the States? Like I've never been to a I've never been in the States during Halloween. What's it like over well, there? The US the US is huge and so I think it <laughs> kind of is different depending on where you are, especially weather wise obviously, but like everyone goes nuts. Like everywhere you every every like place of business is like everyone dresses up on Halloween. Um you have like everyone trick or everyone trick or treats, like the neighborhoods are totally full of kids and stuff and costumes and seriously people go nuts with it they decorate their houses like crazy and it's, do, do yeah, people it's crazy. Uh, do people actually pull pull tricks like tp houses and stuff like that does that actually oh, happen? big time no oh yeah way. Big, big time <laughs> how many houses have you tp'd you guys i've actually never been because i'm kind of a I, I don't. I, I'm afraid of getting in trouble and getting caught and stuff. Aww. So I, I never really did anything really rebellious. But <laughs> Nicole, what about you? I played the fifth. I got to say anything. I did get egged once. Oh yeah? No way. Yeah. Someone egged me. Oh, how that lame. Not, not great. <laughs> was it after a trick or treating? Did you, did you choose trick? If so, it's totally I your have, fault. <laughs> I've only ever chosen treat, so I felt very betrayed. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> well, you, get, you give them the option. That's what it is. You go to their house, and then you say trick or treat, and then they get to choose. And most of the pe- most people choose treat. I've never had someone choose trick before. 
Yeah, Can you like, imagine if they chose trick? What do you do? <laughs> yeah, I'd be at a loss. Like, okay. I'm so uh, not ready for that. They have a bowl of spiders instead of candy. They <laughs> dump it out on you. But the sheer logistics of setting that up are just mind-boggling, you know? <laughs> I know, but it'd be worth it. It'd just pay off. <laughs> It would be good. So where we're living at the moment, this is uh, right now in England. I am where I grew up. And this is where my sister grew up as well. This is where Mm -hmm. Remy grew up. And it's kind of, there's a little bit of a, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on around here that's quite eerie. You know, and there's yeah. a lot of history because in England, as you know, a lot of history, a lot of castles, a lot of old stories, and there's a lot of history going on around here. And like, I was I was informed by Remy earlier on that we live. What is it like? Like, f- well, I live about fifty yards away from wh- which house uh, is it again? Haversham Court. Haversham Court. And what is Haversham Court? Uh, so right now it's an old people's home, okay. I believe. Um, but basically, it was the home of uh, Elizabeth Parker. Havisham Court, you'd probably recognize the name and Miss Havisham from the Charles Dickens novel, Great Expectations. So his, but his story was set in Kent, but he based it on the story he heard while he was here visiting Newport, which is pretty cool. No way, that's cool. So Great Expectations, so the woman in it is based on the woman in that house 50 yards away. Yes. And why is this Halloweeny? Because Elizabeth Parker was engaged to be married, but on the morning of her wedding, while she was dressing to go to the church, there was a knock on her door, and uh, a messenger arrived to tell her that her groom was killed. Her groom was killed, okay. Yeah. Um, so that news drove Elizabeth to insanity, and she vowed that her life ended at that point in time, which, obviously, very sad. Uh, all the clocks in the house were stopped. She had the windows bricked up so she could never see daylight again, and she spent the next 40 years until her death in her bedroom. And uh, when she heard the news, she only had one shoe on, and she was because she was still dressing. So for the rest of her life, she wore one shoe, and the other one sat on the stool beside her dressing table. Interesting. This is a re- this is a true story. Yeah, is that a true story? Uh, yeah, it ha- apparently happened while Charles Dickens was like visiting, which is where he heard it, which Whoa. is where he got the idea from. That's yeah. pretty cool. And are there, are there any like myths and legends and stuff like that? Um, so now you uh, sometimes you can see her skeleton-like figure wearing like the old tatty wedding dress, and it's like roaming the grounds for years. And well, the, for years and years, the house was abandoned, and um, kids like our mom would <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of like kind of break in <laughs> in a way and uh, and try to look for. Her. I see. That's pretty. That's pretty spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Now you guys, you guys live in some pretty interesting areas. Nicole, you especially, you're in Massachusetts, like Salem's oh, yeah. in Massachusetts, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> interesting. Salem interesting. is in Massachusetts, and so we got you know all the witches. We have Fall River, where Lizzie Borden was, and oh my gosh, and, oh yeah. <laughs> See, I, the only thing I know about Lizzie Borden was it was a glam metal band in the 1980s, but that is all I know. <laughs> it's a very different one. <laughs> Oh, maybe, a very, maybe a slightly different version is the <laughs> version she's talking about. Got it, got it. <laughs> and you know, Boston and Cambridge has a lot. The one that <laughs> the one that I wanted to talk about is the one from my hometown in Leicester. Not your Leicester, my Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> right, got it. We have a cemetery that's called Quaker Cemetery, but it's at, we call it Spider Gates. And it's supposedly the eighth gate of hell. That, um, if you go to Spider Gates and you go through the Spider Gate, which is this really creepy old gate, then you are entering Hell, which is the graveyard itself. No way! That sounds amazing. Yeah. In order to get there, you have to you have to know how to get there because they they don't put up signs anymore. So you have to park off near the woods and walk through the woods to find it. They don't advertise for it anymore because people kept going there. No way! That's great. Have you been there? Yeah, I have. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You have, um, there's a tree off to the corner that's the hanging tree where they used to hang people. And, um, right in the middle is this raised altar, and no one knows who built it, but Satanists keep trying to summon Satan using it, so it keeps getting destroyed, but every time you go back, it's built again. No way. I love how they keep trying. Like, they tried once. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Just keep trying. (laughs) You never know. Yeah. We'll try try three goats this time. (laughs) you never know and there's one grave and it's the grave of Marmaduke Earl and if you walk around it ten times and lean in front of it and put your hand and your forehead on the grave and um, ask Marmaduke if he can uh, speak to you 
then he should speak to you from hell. And you can hear hell with him. It's horrifying. That's okay, I'm sorry. So you've done that. Are you saying that you've done that? My friend uh, did it once. I am kind of afraid to do it. I don't know if I'm ready to hear hell. <laughs> I don't know if I'm equipped to hear hell. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. I, I wonder what you would hear, actually. Maybe it's pretty chill. Yeah, yeah, maybe it is. You know, you've just got a maybe bit of like, ACDC hey, in the background. <laughs> I, was, I, I was literally going to say ACDC. That is so weird that you said that because I was actually about to say that. Like <laughs> that's the, uh, cool. the scene from Little Nicky. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Van Halen running with the devil. Yeah. They're just there chilling, playing air guitars. <laughs> Sounds amazing, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, Everyone, right. Everyone's talking bad about it. but You can ask Marmaduke. He'll let you know. Ah, that's there true, you go. Yeah. Of course. We've got a direct link right there. That's awesome. Oh. So that's Massachusetts. That's So that's uh, in Leicester, Massachusetts? Yeah, that's in Leicester, Massachusetts. That's awesome. So if people want to visit that, then they can't they can't just look for the signs they have to know someone they have to start speaking to someone that knows where it is right yeah if you're traveling to massachusetts this actually ties in pretty well because uh with your travel stories because it's in immersing yourself in the community absolutely actually talk to the people there that's something that's something we say all the time where if you go into a new area the best way to figure out what to do and the best way to have these adventures is to go out into the area and talk to the people that live there talk to the people that have traveled there talk to the people that are in that community and this is a prime example where you go there and the only way you'd find this place literally unless you're just walking through you know fields all day uh, <laughs> is is if you talk to the people so bringing it round to the travel stories, even on the Halloween special. That's how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> nice. Cody, man, you're in Utah. What's going down in Utah? Well, I'm not going to lie. It's, it is much more of a sunny, happy place than the, the eighth portal of hell or whatever <laughs> Nicole was just talking about. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, so, yeah. it's There's not really like a lot of super like well-known areas of like like haunted stuff but there are some like i like i was looking up some stuff and I, apparently utah is one of the um like we believe in ghosts like there's a higher percentage of people <laughs> believe in ghosts than a lot of the country is it the ninth portal to hell in utah it could be it very well could be the whole um, of utah. <laughs> just, uh, just utah in general <laughs> um but there's this one in particular that there's this theater downtown in salt lake city um called the capitol theater and it's i mean i've been to I've been to musicals there and things like that. It's like everyone, everyone's been there at some point because it's just they have tons of different kinds of stuff, concerts, plays, musicals. They'll have to do kind of tons of stuff like that, um, and it's haunted apparently. And there's this. So they say that in like the 40s there was a like usher that uh, got killed in a fire um, when he we, when he was working there one night, and so. Um, but it's more he's more like mischievous like he doesn't do anything scary like he'll just flicker the lights during rehearsals and stuff and mess with all the mess with all the sound equipment and stuff um there's there's one story where this guy's like uh he said he said when they when they started using like electronic lighting panels and stuff one of the very first ones they used one for like right before the show was about to start the lights just all turned off they had no reason to, like everything was connected correctly the lights worked fine and it, so this the story said this guy walked down to the stage and he said george knock it off or i'm gonna have you exercised and that exact second the lights turned back on for the start of the show <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> yeah so, so even the utah ghosts are nice yeah (laughs) that's awesome and this was an usher not not usher the uh no usher is very much alive okay and he did not die in the 40s (laughs) got it this is how out of touch with uh (laughs) with society i am (laughs) nice nice cool that's that's similar to uh slender man they say that when he's near uh anything electrical will start to malfunction Uh uh-huh interesting really creepy have you seen stranger things yet uh, no, I haven't actually. What about you guys? Uh, uh, yeah, like right <laughs> as it came out because it's so awesome. <laughs> it is so great. Good. It is great. It's got such an 80s vibe to it, man. It's like one of the best shows, one of the best new shows I've seen, honestly. Like that is a great show. It really is. It re- oh, okay. Here's one. Halloween movies. Favorites. Let's go around. Remy, favorite ha- Halloween movie. What you got? Uh, um, I, d- I don't like scary movies. You don't like scary movies? Nope. Not particularly. Okay, this is a debate I have all all the time with my partner. Um, and he disagrees with me, and we disagree on this every time. 
uh, I don't find being scared and actually actually being afraid as um, a type of entertainment. And I know, 100% like, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, if, if I'm scared, fantastic. It's a great movie. It's done its job. But I do not class that as entertainment because I'm scared and it's it's not an emotion I want to feel. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I, I, know. I, I enjoy them and I appreciate them. But I they're not entertainment for me, personally. Interesting. Interesting. I don't enjoy them or appreciate them. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. hate them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> That's some pretty strong opinions coming over oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, believe me. <laughs> I love scary movies. So do I. <laughs> I know. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Nope. But like the the classic old like slasher movies, ah, oh, they they ah oh, they frustrate me. It's just like you know that the girl's gonna fall down when the guy with the axe is chasing her, and you know she's gonna scream, and she knows she's gonna trip again when she tries to yeah, get up. Yeah, but how good would the movie be if she just safely ran to her destination? Know what I'm yeah, saying? But, uh, it depends on it depends on what she was gonna do. If it surprised yeah. me, like if her destination was a trap, there you go. Then I yeah. didn't expect that. Hmm. That's yeah. one of the some of the reasons I hate scary movies exactly because they're so predictable. And I know something's gonna scare. I I score I've scored a movie and I've scored scary stuff. I know exactly what they're doing when the move when the music starts getting scary. So I know it's coming and I get scared every time and then I just get angry because it shouldn't have scared me. I can imagine you just there watching movies just go, ah, I'm scared and now I'm angry. <laughs> just getting angry no, at your fear. It's, it's true. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> rage inducing. People actually have me watch like play scary video games and watch scary movies with them because they think it's funny to see how I react to them. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Nicole, what's your favorite scary movie? Um, I probably have to say Halloween. It's a classic. Yes, it is a classic. So good. Yeah, yes. I did that one. Great call. But, uh, the, the originals? Yeah, the original. Yeah, nice. They're making a new one, aren't they? Well, they did do a couple. They did a couple with um, Rob Zombie. Did a few. Oh, yeah. They were cool. We don't talk about those. I, just thought, I thought they were like rebooting it, though, like this year. Oh, no way. I don't know, maybe. That's pretty cool. Again, I don't really watch them, so I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. I love the Rob Zombie ones, though, man. Like, my favorite Halloween films is probably... It's got to be something by Rob Zombie. You know, House of a Thousand Corpses and that type of stuff. It's... Man, Rob Zombie's great at what he does. He really is. But having said that, the classics, The Shining. How good is The Shining? Oh, my God, yeah. I'm reading the book right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's awesome. They have... There's a... Because the movie's so good, but there's so much they couldn't include because it's a movie, you know? Mm. It's not... It, it has so much in it that, like, I don't know. I would recommend reading it if you like the movie. Interesting. See, m- maybe I maybe I need to rewatch the movie. Um, but to me, I think I don't know. They 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 possibly could have condensed it, made it, you know, I don't know, about six hours shorter. <laughs> but like, it was even King sheds a tear. <laughs> like it was it, that. I like. I think it is definitely. An amazing scary movie it's got all the the qualities that make a fantastic scary movie yeah I, I, maybe again i think i watched it like six or seven years ago so probably i need to watch it now to appreciate it more mm. um but at the time i was like okay i'm i'm, I'm really scared is this gonna end soon <laughs> but, yeah. i know what you mean i know what you mean now you've just reminded me actually we will get to a halloween themed story today but just before we do i've just remembered uh, do you remember old i'm talking to remy here do you remember old mr peters oh man <laughs> so here's the deal <sighs> Um, My sister right here is eight years younger than me, and when you have a sibling that's eight years younger than you, you you, you play tricks on them, right? Yeah, like like covering them head to toe in sellotape on their eighth birthday in a brand new dress. My mom had to cut me out of it without trying to cut my dress. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) But old Mr. Peters, I do remember him. I remember him vividly. I can kind of almost remember. What, what did we do? It was me and my friend. What did we do? Uh, so we just moved into a really, really old... Uh, was it Georgian? Georgian, Georgian yeah. 300 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah really, really old uh, farmhouse. And obviously, I think well, it was nine, eight or nine. Yeah. Um, and it had an attic, like a loft that went all across the house. And this, this thing proper, like, derelict, um, hadn't been touched. It was just full of junk. 
Yeah, um, it was the classic haunted attic, you know, with yeah. old boxes and really stuff. Really creaky there. stairs to get up to it and stuff. <laughs> so we, we were obviously taking boxes up to the attic. Um, and there was a like a coat rack, wasn't there, with like a meat hook on it? Yeah, there was a couple of meat <laughs> hooks there, yeah. Basically, his, his friend uh, grabbed this, was it, it wasn't a cane? Was no, a cane? what do you call them? Um, uh, where you've broken your leg and you, you um, crutches. It was, there crutches, was a couple yeah. of crutches there, yeah. And uh, he put these on. And he started like going all weird, <laughs> and uh, and then Lisa's going, oh oh my god, it's it's old Mr. Peters, he's he's taking over. <laughs> <laughs> eight years old, I started screaming as this guy was running after me in these crutches. I've never run down two flights of stairs so fast in my life. Yeah, we made up the story that there was an old that old guy that used to live there called old Mr. Peters, and something about his legs. Maybe he had no legs or something. I don't remember, yeah. but but he had these crutches and. If anyone picked up the crutches, then you, then he would, <laughs> you know, it'd be like the exorcist. He would come into your body. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, and then what was it in the garage where that we that we found? Yeah, the, the garage was full of all your the the last uh, owner's stuff. So it was like full head to toe, and we were trying to like sort through it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember you picked up this tape, and I still wonder to <laughs> this day whether you, uh, yeah, uh, like the old VHS tape. VHS, yeah. yeah, yeah. I still think to this day you planted it because it was, it was too perfect. And on this tape, on the bottom, it just said, Peter's party. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Oh, Amazing. So scary. For the record, totally didn't plant that. It was old Mr. Peter's that obviously misplaced his VHS before. Of yeah, of course. <laughs> Amazing. So for the story today, for our special Halloween episode story, Please welcome, she's been mentioned on the show a few times before, my very own mother, Gail Faith. How's it going? Okay. (laughs) You may have to speak up. Okay. (laughs) Say hello to Cody and Nicole. Hi, Cody and Nicole. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Hello. You're here to bring us a story today, right? Yes. And where does the story take place? Uh, Just down the road. (laughs) <laughs> where where is that where is that <laughs> this is well we're in my hometown of newport um and i th- we're going back my story goes back to the early 70s uh so you're aging yourself there I you're know, dating I yourself <laughs> i was very young yeah what were you in the 70s about 54 <laughs> we were 11 or 12 <laughs> when okay. this story happened and this is a it's a spooky daytime story. It it probably be better if it was in the dark, but it wasn't. It was one of those lovely sunny days in the summer holidays when we were bored. Sounds awesome. So, if you could, I, I, I know you haven't thought about this actually. If you could give this story a name, what would you call it? Uh, Havisham's Goonies. Interesting. Right here, let's dive on into this. You're listening to the Scary Stories podcast, and this is my own mother, Gail Faith, with Havisham's Goonies. Early 70s, summer holidays, lovely sunny day, and there's four of us bored. What was Havisham, well, is now Havisham Court, was empty and had been forever we'd never ever seen anybody living there but we went round the back and over the wall with the intention of scrumping apples from the orchard but when we got into the orchard we could see the back of the house and there was an open window Uh, So we couldn't resist that, so over we went, and it was one of the big old-fashioned sash windows, so we pushed it up and all crept in. Into what would have been, I suppose, um, a living room or some sort of living room, but we went through there into the main hallway. First thing we saw was this massive door which was covered in like a green baize that you find on snooker tables. It was a bit, just a bit too spooky for us to go there. But we were in the main hallway, magnificent staircase that did the, the double back on itself and, and the big gallery landing. So we thought, right, we'll go up the stairs. So the four of us are creeping up there. 
made it to the top into the first bedroom that we found at the top and we were just poking around there's one of the open fireplaces and there's cupboard cupboards we were having a look through and then somebody said they'd heard a noise uh, there's a lot of shushing we're all shushing and so we, everybody stopped dead and we're listening and there it was again this is where the goonies comes in because we're all oh 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 my god what are we gonna do uh, we're trapped because the only way out is back onto the staircase which is where the noise had come from so we're looking how to get out and there's a, another door in the corner of this room so we go through the door and that takes us into another room so we're all running through there there's another door and we're stood at the top of this I suppose what would be servants staircase very small staircase so we're, we're hesitating at the top because it looks a bit dark down there but off we go I think uh, me and Jenny went down first and the boys are behind us and it, as we got to the bottom there's a back door and Jenny and I are trying to get this door open the boys are still on the staircase Stan couldn't stand it any longer he pushes Phil out the way and they both come crashing through the banister the, the rotten wood just gave way they land on top of us in the hallway and we're panicking by this time because we couldn't get the door open Stan's hurt so Phil and Jenny are helping him up I'm looking for another way out and we had to go further into the house and this is dark now because there's no windows or anything down this little hallway I go smack straight into another big green baize door By this time, my heart's hammering and Stan's moaning and I'm thinking, oh God, and this door has this massive big knob on and I had to turn it with both hands and I turn this knob and push. Daylight. And this door is the same door as the other side that was in the main hallway. So we actually get into the main hallway again. So we're all running through there back to the room that we came in and the window that we came through. I mean, we're all panicking by this time. So Phil, he dived through the window head first. We pushed Stan through it. And then Jenny and I went through feet first, monkey bar style. But the our combined weight actually pulled the window down behind us but then Phil's moaning he'd lost a shoe so we could see it inside this room and we all of us were trying to get this window back up but it, it was wedged it wasn't going back up so we just had to leave it and we legged it back into the uh, into the orchard and we we sat in the orchard for ages just watching the house the spooky thing was that a few days later when we did go back the window was open that was Gail Faith with Havisham's Goonies good ending <laughs> good ending and that's, that is absolutely true that that's exactly what happened. <laughs> wow, that's a really good ending. That's a really cool story. I never knew that. Have you never heard me tell that before? No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So, like, the interesting thing about that is, I think uh, I think Remy was saying something earlier about something about Miss Havisham and a shoe, like she only had one shoe on or something. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, she's got Phil's shoe now. <laughs> because <laughs> it's still there <laughs> do you reckon if we were to go there now we'd find phil's shoe quite possibly that would be cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow how cool and if people if people are visiting here i'm always trying to bring it back to the travel but if people are visiting here can they can they still visit this place is it still there um the, the house is uh but it, it's uh, been converted ah. now it's um 
flats. I think it, it was converted into flats. Ah, what a shame. I know. But the building looks exactly the same now as it did. They, they didn't change it. It's probably a listed building. How cool. So we'll we'll get a picture of that. We'll put it up in the show notes so people can have oh, a look at that building. Definitely, and, yes. Uh, see what yeah. it's like. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your spooky story for us today. Thank you. That was brilliant. Now, Cody, you were saying something before when we were talking about something about your your wife's old house that she grew up in. What was that about, man? Yeah, so she she grew up in this house. She she lived in a really really small town in rural uh, Utah. It's kind of like a farm community almost, but it's like a little neighborhood. Like it's a pretty decently packed neighborhood. It like it's like a normal normal uh, pop, normally populated neighborhood, um, and it's actually a really old pioneer colony um from like the 1800s um that's they settled there kind of on their way up to go to salt lake city but her house is extremely old i want to say it was built in like the 19 like the early 1900s i believe hold on hold on hold that, on that's not old <laughs> <laughs> okay we're from the united states okay that's extremely old that's like uh, my school is like 1846 or something like, uh, yeah and you're, you're, you're like oh my neighbor's house was built in the middle ages and i'm like okay we didn't exist back then all right <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry i i interrupted sorry <laughs> my point is everything here is new so it's like comparatively yeah it's really old anyway it's like 100 years old um, oh wow! But <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna have another revolution if you don't if you don't quit it. <laughs> got it. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> anyway, all right. Back to my story, or my wife's story, rather. Um, but she she always said that there was like they would have stuff in their house all the time. Like the chandelier would just like shake like crazy. Nothing else in the house was moving, but the chandelier would just shake by itself. They would have the piano play. Uh, the cupboards would slam all the time. So it it's it's an old house, but it's like creepy because it's yeah that's that that kind of stuff would happen all the time. They have like a big creepy backyard and stuff too, and so no yeah, way. that's so cool. Didn't mind getting her out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. And the place you're in at the moment is that haunted? Do you know yet? Well, it's like less than three years old, so I would hope not. I see, I see, okay. But then again, the one you were talking about before wasn't that old either, so, you know. Uh. (laughs) Now, what I want to talk about as well is spooky things from around the world. This is, after all, the Travel Stories podcast, and, you know, we like to go around the world, and we like to talk about things from around the world. So, what we've done is we've had a little look at things from around the world, and we've each picked one to bring in. I want to start with you, Nicole. What have you brought in for spooky stuff from around the world? What have you got for us? Oh, I'm starting. <laughs> I <laughs> fancy. I brought a legend from Japan. Nice. It's called yeah. It, she's called the slit mouthed woman. And the legend is yeah. The, I've <laughs> heard this. It's the me. worst. I have know. you? Yeah. The picture is awful. We should put it in the show notes, but it's horrifying. <laughs> but it says um the legend goes that she was the wife of a samurai. And that uh, one day she cheated on her husband with a younger man. So when her husband came back and found out, he took his sword and slit her mouth from ear to ear. And she was cursed to never die. So she wanders around and you can just see her in the distance with this horrible scar on her face. And she comes up to you and asks if she's pretty. And if you say no, then she kills you because she's mad. And if you say yes, then uh, she slits your mouth because she takes it as a compliment. No way. <laughs> yeah. She's doing you a favor then. Yeah, she, she's like, oh, you think this is pretty? Well, then you can have one, too. No oh, wow. That's so but she's cool. Like, it's awful. She's just, she's got the, what do they call that? A Glasgow smile? Is that, or is that the throat? Uh, che- Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea smile. Chelsea smile? Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, there was actually this Japanese film called Ichi the Killer. Ichi means one. Uh, Ichi the Killer. And he had the same thing, but he had, uh, he had some piercings, like, right at the side of his lips. So he just had, some, like, holes from, from, you know, the side of his lips to, the, to uh. his ears. And in the film, uh, he, would, he would smoke a cigarette, and when he blew out, he would keep his mouth closed, so it just poof, came out the sides. How cool is oh, that? Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> I do not like these slit mouth people. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guys. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's, uh, that's in, whereabouts in Japan, do you know? I just saw Japanese legend. Ah. I think it, it started to permeate the whole of Japan. 
Yeah, Japan has a lot of stuff like 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 that. Like the, I think there's the the suicide forest or something. Like there's a forest. Oh like, yeah. I've I've heard of that. I read about that recently too. Yeah. That yeah. like, how many people did it? How many people have they said that killed themselves there? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. No. It's like thousands or something, or hundreds at least. It's something way over the top. Yeah. Yeah. You heard they just explained the Bermuda Triangle scientifically, right? Oh really? What? Like this is this is as of the like the other day. This isn't even like that long ago. According to what I saw, it was something about wind currents or something like that. It was uh, cloud formations that allow for... Don't quote me on any of this, because it's... Yeah, of course, I just am just remembering this weird. But basically, because the, the legend is that, you know, people would get lost all the time in planes and boats and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but basically, the idea that they came up with was that there were just really super high winds that would, that would, um, that would make boats crash and airplanes get lost and stuff and it was just the they it, they found it because of the different cloud formations they that's what their hypothesis is now no way so it's just just winds this whole time you would think that that would have been easier to figure out but i like i said maybe i should maybe i should look this up before i go spouting it because i didn't even really read it it was just <laughs> one of those facebook trending things i was like oh wind that's cool bye <laughs> yeah oh wind cool yeah uh, yeah years and years and decades of uh of wondering and yeah wind cool nice one <laughs> nice. that's basically an extended it like the scientists just, just did a status update bermuda triangle was wind bye <laughs> and everyone just goes oh <laughs> yeah well what we'll do is we'll stick um we'll stick an article explaining more the wind in the show notes so if, you, if you're interested <laughs> about that you can have a, have a good read of that cody do you have something from around the world i do um so i lived in mexico for two years and something that i heard about a lot uh was the chupacabra nice just being in all of south america and stuff um and i'm sure that's a pretty famous one what is the chupacabra basically the story is that um that it's a creature that is reported to be seen all over like the southern united states like by the border of mexico and also and um like the northern parts of Mexico, that it would kill uh, sheep. It would look like an animal, but it would be like weird. It'd be weird, like small incisions. It wouldn't be like big mutilated corpses. It was just like puncture wounds. So they're the it's chupacabra means goat sucker in Spanish, um, and that's that's what they say that it did. That it would suck out like their blood, like it was a vampire. I heard about people saying, "Oh yeah, I've seen it," and I've. I've I've heard about I know some, my cousin saw it. That's what I heard most of the time. <laughs> yeah. My cousin saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Always. But yeah, that's that's the legend that it's it would just kill the sheep and the the livestock on the border. No way. So is it like if you're a human and you're walking about, like will it get you? Or is it just goats no. and sheep? It's like it's just like livestock basically. I guess I don't know. I I, I guess people are kinda of scared of it because it could kill you, but I don't really know if they I don't really know if that's one of the reasons it's scary, just because it's a thing that we don't know about mm-hmm. that's wandering around. No way. That's awesome. What we'll do as well is we'll put a, I guess, what would be an artist's rendition of the Chupacabra in the show notes. So you guys can Ooh. see. It really just looks like a dog with mange mostly. But yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I thought it was like a like a human figure, like type of goat. Oh, am I thinking of uh, Greek mythology again? Well, if you if you Google Chupacabra pictures, you'll see like everything. Like it, like you could even imagine. It looks once well, a couple are like a lizard, a couple are like a, a person, a couple look like kind of like a mountain lion that stands on its hind legs. It's weird. No way. Yeah, Man, I've got to check that out. I, I say I've got to check that out. Like I'm going to now go on a mission to find the Chupacabra. Um, yeah, I've got to go check that out. I'm yeah. I'm super in. <laughs> All right, let's do that. A team building <laughs> exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, I've actually brought one in myself as well uh, from around the world. So there's a no one here speaks Italian, do they? I think we've got about four languages going around. No one speaks Italian. Oh, but Spanish is pretty. Spanish is really close to that. Yeah, and Portuguese as well. But I still can't figure this out. I should know it. But P O V E G L I A, Poveglia. But like the G L is like lately. It's like is it? It kind of glides. So it's like Poveglia. There you go, Poveglia. That sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds Italian. Anyway, that place is a small island in Venice, right? Which is home to Venice's plague victims, you know, during the major outbreaks during the Middle Ages, you know, the plague, that thing that happened before your country was kind of, you know, around. Wait, sorry, what was that? I couldn't hear you over the freedom. <laughs> 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 wow. 
Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it was used by the Romans for the same reason, right? So there's like loads of people on this island with the plague, you know? So it's got almost oh. exclusive history of death. You know, it's just death and death and, and more death. You know, so it was all, it was also used as a leper colony. Because it's like, if you have a, a an island full of people with the plague and you've got a load of lepers, what do you do, you know? This is, I, I'm, I'm kind of theorizing what, what they would do in Venice back in the Middle Ages. So when, when you think it can't get any worse than that, right? In t- 1922, they built a mental hospital on the island. So you've got an island where you've got people with the plague and, um, and you've got people with leprosy and you've got a mental hospital as well. It is, it's, this is how you it's write like a horror movie. A horror movie. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. <laughs> so as you would expect, one of the doctors working at the hospital was attacked by one of the, the patients at the mental hospital who threw him off the top of the hospital tower, you know? So the ruins of the hospital, actually, they're still there to this day. Like, the ruins of the hospital are still there on this island in Venice. And in its history, over 160,000 people have died on this this really small island. And it's said that part of the island's core consists of a layer of human remains that fishermen avoid the area because they, they pull up body parts and stuff. Whoa! Yeah, oh, crazy no. is that. And if you want to visit the island, which... That's on my list now, right? If you want to visit the island, then what you want to do is you've got to become friendly. This Going back to what we were saying before, you've got to become friendly with some of the locals who keep all the vineyards there because public access is completely forbidden. You can't, you can't go there. So if you get friendly with the locals, which is tip number one when you go anywhere, then you can go and see mm-hmm. <laughs> this crazy island. That's crazy. Yeah, how weird's that? I I've ne- do not like body layers. <laughs> not into it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a weird, like, if you're a geology student and you go there, like, hmm, sedimentary? Uh, oh, that's bones <laughs> of people. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what weird. that is, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's spelt P-O-V-E-G-L-I-A. And Cody, how is it pronounced? Povelia, I hey. think. There you go. That sounds right. I'm doing another Bermuda Triangle thing here. I have no idea. <laughs> nice. So what we'll do is we'll also put a link to that, maybe the Wikipedia or something, in the show notes. If you want to check that out and go and check it off the bu- off the bucket list. Uh, that's a weird bucket list to have, I know. But <laughs> if you want to check it off, you can go and check that out. So, yes, scary stuff. So, Halloween, what are you guys dressing up as? Nicole, what are you dressing up as this year? My roommates and I are doing a Disney princess theme, so I am going to be Princess Anna from Frozen. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the difference between. I think this is the difference between U.S. Uh, Halloween and U.K. Halloween. We we only do scary things. No, that's no. 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 The, is that just me? No. The difference is for for girls anyway. When you get past the age of about eleven, you start thinking, "I don't want to be covered in fake blood. I want to look pretty." Okay. <laughs> so you dress as like the characters that you've always wanted to be. <laughs> I guess that makes but sense. But like a but like a sexy version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you do see a lot of like cats, but they're not really cats, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Anna from Frozen. Uh, that's uh, yes. That's pretty cool. So you've got all the, the the dress and everything. Everything. I worked with a seamstress and it's looking pretty good. No way, you worked with a seamstress. How cool. Yeah, I went I went all out on this one. I went very ham. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say very ham. Yeah, I was thinking that. Very ham. Yeah. Very ham. <laughs> yeah, quite obscenely ham. Anyway. <laughs> so did you say your friends are dressing up similarly as well? Yes, the whole, my whole apartment. We're all is, anyone the, is anyone the, the snowman fella? No, and the only one who's also doing Frozen is my boyfriend. I can't get him to be Elsa, unfortunately. Oh, no! <laughs> but he's going to be Kristoff, and then everyone else is different Disney movies. That's pretty cool. That's oh, a cool yeah. idea. I like it. Cody, what about you, man? So I'm actually going Disney as well. Oh. Uh, are you going to be uh, Elsa? <laughs> uh, actually, my, uh, my wife, who is a genius at making different... She's an artist, a very, very talented artist. And she made a an oogie boogie costume from the nightmare before christmas nice i should i really should like show you guys sometime because it is it's incredible she made it in like two days from just stuff we had on hand and it it looks professionally done it's amazing that's awesome have you got anything we can stick in the show notes i i'll try to hunt down a picture yeah yes please do man so what are you going as because she's oh no she she made that for you yeah no yeah she made it for me and then she's she was being sally from the Nightmare Before ah, Christmas. Ah, got it, got it. No way. 
so you're not gonna be Jack. I was thinking that. Oogie Boogie this I'm, time. I'm too, fa- I'm too fat to be Jack. Who am I It would just look. It's like a fat skeleton that just does not look right. She's very, very thin, and so it looks fine. She could do it just fine, but you know, that's it's just not realistic. It could be ironic. There you go. Yeah, skin and bones, and a lot of other stuff. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome, man. This year, I don't know what I'm gonna do this year. Like maybe just something. I don't know something. I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. But I remember one Should of be the, Donald Trump. Yes, that's such a good. It wouldn't work that well in this in this country, and I don't have the figure for it. Either. Oh no, you couldn't really do it in any country if you asked me. Boogie but. Boogie has the figure for it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, burn. <laughs> but yeah, I remember this uh, this one party we went to. Me and my friend, which was coincidentally the same friend that uh, with the old Mister Peter story, right? And uh, we went to this party. We were like maybe 17 because i was driving and um and uh, we went to this party dressed as simon and garfunkel right <laughs> and like <laughs> no one knew who we were obviously because we were 17 yeah. <laughs> and it's like you I, I just had this i had this uh yellow afro that i cut the front out to make it like a receding hairline <laughs> <laughs> and he had this mustache on we looked amazing but no one knew who we were it was <laughs> man it was so good it's so good, but this year uh, I like I tend to fall back on the um, on the Michael Graves, the singer of the Misfits. He has this. Uh, it's like the Misfits logo. He used to wear it as as face paint, and that's always a good fallback because there's always a few Misfits fans and uh, punk rock fans that, that people get, the get it. Yeah, exactly, and it's kind of cool. You see each other because there's always some more of them, and you see each other, and you're like, "Hey, you're Michael Graves. Hey, so are you. Neither of us are original. Yeah, you know, it's kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, as long as you have that fallback there you go yeah absolutely <laughs> remy what about this year what are you doing uh, i'm tired i re- really really don't know maybe you guys can help me decide so my my thing for for halloween is i love doing makeup designs so last year i did a skull like all the, the bones and everything the cheekbones and all that but then the the dress was like really classy so it was almost like a ballroom skull it was weird mm. oh that's cool yeah it was it was odd it was really odd but um yeah people seem to like that one but Oh, I really don't know this year. I'm tied between doing a skull again, but like a glam skull. What type of glam? Like Nikki Six, Tommy Lee, Motley Crue type of poison thing? Mm, more, um... I suppose when I say glam, I mean more like glittery and makeup artisty. Oh my gosh, I totally know what you should do. Go on. <laughs> so I'm all about the Mexican stuff, right? You should do oh, like... Sugar skull. skull. Yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. Sugar say skull. That. That's such a good That'd idea. That'd be so good. Yeah, Day of the Dead Sugar Skull, That's so cool. Such a yeah. cool. That's it. Okay, well, what would I? What do I wear? What, how do you become a Sugar Skull? We'll get was like one of those like Spanish dresses if you could track one down. Yeah, yeah. One of those. That's such you a good could do cool. a big dark purple one. Oh, yeah. That's it. I'm a sugar skull. That's what I'm this year. Awesome. That's cool. I like it. Well, I'm gonna have to figure out something that that complements that. Maybe I'll be like a guitarist in a mariachi band. That would work. Yeah. But like, I like to make it more Halloween-y, like a dead guitarist in a mariachi band. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, that I feel like that's I feel like that's kind of the guy version of the like a sexy cat. Like we have to be a scary version of that, (laughs) like a dead Power Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be Power Rangers. Is it this year or next year that the the new Power Rangers? Next year. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was all about Power Rangers when I was a kid. I freaked out when that trailer dropped. You have no idea. <laughs> now, nice. this year, everyone, every girl ever, anywhere is going to be Harley Quinn. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yep. Of course. Even totally, if they yep, can't totally fit into the shorts. <laughs> yeah, of like, course. But they're still going to do it, and it's going to look awesome. But they're going to be everywhere. Everyone's going to do it. That's totally true. Maybe I should be Harley Quinn. <laughs> I, work in, I work in an online store that sells like Halloween costumes. And I would say, like, from what I've seen, it's going to be, like, that's it. Like, that's it. That, it's going to be only Harley Quinn. Like, they, they, we've had so many things. Like, people have been people have been buying that costume left and right on our site. <laughs> that's so cool. That's she's, so cool. She's a good character. Yeah, she's yeah. A good film. It's a good yeah. film. I've only, se- only ever seen it in Portuguese. I saw it in Rio. <laughs> only ever seen it in Portuguese. <laughs> it's really strange. So they've all got different names to me. But... <laughs> Man, this is a lot of fun doing the Halloween episode. And if you guys were coming here expecting some more travel stories, we do apologize, but we hope you enjoyed the Scary Stories podcast, this Halloween edition of the Travel Stories podcast. We will be back next week with usual programming. We've got a a really fun one next week. It will be the last one 
of this season. Moving on to season four. But before we do that, we've got our unpacking and we've got our Q&A. If you want to get your question in for the Q&A, then send me an email, Hayden at TravelStoriesPodcast.com. Go to TravelStoriesPodcast.com or search for us on Facebook, Travel Stories Podcast. You can also email the team, Nicole at TravelStoriesPodcast.com and Cody at TravelStoriesPodcast.com, surprisingly. And you can get your questions into them. I'm sure they will love to answer them. What do you think about that, guys? Very much so. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds great. Wicked. Or tweet at us. You didn't even mention Twitter, Hayden. I'm so bad at Twitter. I really am. <laughs> I know, but but it's so simple, and it's an easy way for people to tweet at us. It's, we could answer so fast. Yeah, okay, that's true. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to get Nicole and Cody also involved in the Twitter so that they can yeah. pick, up, pick up the slack that I, the, the many miles of slack that I leave behind. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to tell everybody this. So when we were talking about doing social media at first, I said, so what's the deal with, with our Facebook page? It seems like it, it doesn't have a lot of followers yet right now. And Hayden said, well, that's just because we have the worst person ever doing our social media. And I said, oh, really? Who is it? And he said, me. <laughs> I really am the worst, man. <laughs> Honestly, it's so bad. It's all it's all foreign language to me, man. But, <laughs> but our our Twitter is up. Our Twitter is up. Does that, I'm going with it. Our Twitter <laughs> is up at Travel Stories UK. You can get in touch with mainly those guys over there. <laughs> yes, fun stuff. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on this episode, guys. This is a lot of fun doing this. Cody and Nicole, it's been a lot of fun. Remy, thank you for coming to this house and grabbing a microphone and uh, lending us your voice. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Is there anything you want to leave our listeners with on this Halloween night? Happy if Halloween. I, yeah, happy Halloween. If I go missing, it was Slenderman. Please come find me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Make sure you check under your bed. Nice. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. Speak to you later. Thank you for listening to the Halloween special episode of the Travel Stories podcast. And from all of us here at the team, we wish you a very happy Halloween. Go out and scare some people, dress as something cool. Have a good time. We are back next week with the final episode of this season. We're going to cap it all off with a great episode. And after that, we do have season four, which we're bringing in a couple of new exciting things. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But before then, we do have the end of season unpacking, obviously, and the Q&A. So it's almost your last chance to get your questions in, to be in with a chance to, I don't like the word win, but to win a Grail Ultralight purifier all you have to do is ask us a question so email me hayden at travelstoriespodcast.com that's h-a-y-d-e-n or head to travelstoriespodcast.com forward slash ask or find us on facebook just search travel stories podcast and get your questions in thanks again for listening guys and we'll see you next week for the last one of the season have a good halloween take it easy